I'm Zoe Emily Forbes and welcome back to the Spoken Woman podcast. We're glad to see you here. Enjoy the episode. Today, my boyfriend, Daniel, is interviewing me for the Christmas edition of the Spoken Woman podcast. So Daniel, say hello. Hello. And um, tell us a bit about yourself and then we'll switch it up and you can interview me instead. Oh God, what to say. Um, I am Zoe's boyfriend. I'm from California. I moved to London four years ago and about two years ago, I met this beautiful woman and now it's Christmas Eve, two days before Christmas, and I get the pleasure of uh, being on her podcast. So here we go. This is going to be short and sweet, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Are you ready, Zoe? I am ready. Okay, Zoe, we're going to start with a little quick fire round. So given that it's the Christmas holiday, that will be our theme. So tell me, what is your favorite Christmas treat? Uh, Yule log, chocolate Yule log. Okay, the old U-log. And what is the best gift that you've ever gotten from someone? Uh, my mother and my grandfather bought me a DSLR camera for Christmas and my birthday. It is a joint present from both of them. And it was just awesome. I was 16 and it's like the best present you could get as a 16-year-old. Very nice. Um, and which one of your siblings is the best at gift giving? Oh, God, that's hard. Um Oh, Lord. Probably my oldest sister, Imogen, actually. She's probably the best at gift giving. Um, she always gets me like a nice scarf that's actually pretty and practical. And this is a quick fire round. I'm going to stop talking. Um, <laughs> next question. <laughs> and uh, what, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, that's just mean. Um, Netflix, I love this. Oh, God, I'm gonna, this is not a quick fire round anymore, Daniel. I'm sorry. I'm taking taking control. Um so there is what I like to call the new genre of Christmas movies on Netflix that are just really bad Christmas films. And I, that it's just all of them all together at once. I haven't got a singular one that I love. Although Klaus is a good one. Klaus is a good one. Oh, and, um, okay. oh, what's it called? The Frost Guy, the Frost Snowman cool. Dude. The, the Frost Snowman Dude. Nice one. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that as an answer. And finally, uh, well, last two, um, what is your favorite podcast to listen to? Um, oh God. Okay. Other than my own. Oh, that's a tough one. We all know which one's the best podcast in the world. Oh, I can't speak. Not modest at all. Um, humble as one would say. Uh, I really like Mothers of Invention. I like The Daily. Um, I really like the Shanid, Shanid, Shanid Says podcast. Anyway, I like the Shanid Says podcast. That's always good too. Okay. And who's the, your favorite podcast host? Uh, Shanid. Shanid? Yeah, that's the wrong answer. The, 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 your favorite host should be your boyfriend. You've hosted one podcast episode, Daniel. And if, if, if this I, counts. yeah, this just counts. I'm the, putting ma- it the on amount of people that have got to dropped off this episode already. It's fine. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on and hosting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why don't you give us a bit of your, uh, your background, your story, um yeah tell us who you are so i am one of four grow uh, i grew up sorry in a single mum household um my dad passed away when i was two so it was very much a female-led household it was great i loved every second lots of women arguments 
It sounds really sexist, but girls, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> uh, really, really fun household. Um, I went to a girls' school for sixth form. I went to well, a mix between girls' schools and mixed schools. Lots of fun. Loved art at school. Wanted to be a photographer. Wanted to be a vet. Wanted to be a book publisher, depending on the day. Um, then I went to university to study philosophy. Um, very different to anything I'd ever wanted to be, obviously, but it was a great subject to study. Um, I then started working in recruitment. I then moved to, um, I then moved to marketing and then I moved to a tech startup and became a marketing manager. And now I'm at Accenture and I have my podcast on the side and I write poetry as well. Um, and do some yoga and lots of little bits. That was a lot of information. Okay, well, so, so I hope that was enough. I was going to say a lot of, a lot of things there. So philosophy, um, marketing, sales, now the podcast. Tell us why you decided to start the podcast. What was that thing that, that gave you that spark that made you want to do this? Um, so I've been wanting to start a podcast for a very long time. And I, I love talking, um, which is funny because you? when you're interviewing people, you have to listen. Uh, but mm. if any of you have listened mm. to my podcast, you would know that I ramble um, in between questions. It's, it's great fun. Um, <laughs> and I love the creative space. I always feel very inspired by uh, women that kind of just, it's such a hard industry especially as a woman to really make a name for yourself. And I, I just, I love, I love the creative space. I love writers. I love how, how much creativity and how much love goes into Brie Graham's recipes, for instance, or her newsletter, um, or Kai from my lady gardens bouquets, just so much passion goes into it. And, um, with this digital space, this new digital space we get to work with, I just think it, it allows so many more people to create these small businesses and to really make a living from it and make it a full-time gig. I just think it's brilliant. So I wanted to interview these women. That's great. It's kind of the thing of um, the digital space, as you say, creates access for all yeah. of their communities, but for them as well to get all of their creativity out to those communities. It just fully democratizes the industry. Like it's so much easier for people from all I don't know, from all places on the wealth spectrum to be able to create their own small businesses now. It's a yeah. lot easier. Yeah, it's great. Um, and tell us, what was the hardest part about getting it set up? Uh, actually just doing it. Um, I... I am very well known for my, I have a thousand ideas, but actually acting upon them is one of the hardest things that I have because you just have this, like, this imposter syndrome, this fear, this fear that if you put it out there, it's going to be bad. No one's going to listen to it. Um, no one's going to come on it. Like it's just, it's so scary just doing something and actually we are not relying on anyone else. We only have to rely on yourself. So the hardest thing was actually getting it done. But in reality, Daniel, there was one particular reason probably to actually why this ended up happening. And I think, you know what it is, Daniel, do you want to tell the world? <laughs> I don't know what it is. You have to tell them yourself. <laughs> so basically Daniel is laughing because this is the only reason why he asked me this question. Um, Daniel <laughs> forced me to do it um, to the point where he actually didn't want me to even buy a microphone. He was like, just do it. If you don't, if you're waiting to buy a microphone, you're never going to do it. Just do it. Um, luckily my brother is a music producer, so he helped and, me out. Yeah, tie, you did tied what? you to the chair and made <laughs> you, tied me you to a chair, did you? the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, you, did, so, you did force me to do the podcast. <laughs> I, I think I think you're, uh, what you're saying is broadly applicable to anyone who's ever wanted to do something. It's just, it's that fear of it not being good or not being accepted, but it just takes sitting down and 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 doing it. Whether you have the microphone or you're just doing it, starting with your phone, you just need to do the first one. Now, Zoe, this is, I believe this will be your 10th podcast that you've recorded and published. Very exciting. So if we look forward one year from now, um, Christmas Eve or two days before Christmas in 2022, you'll have another 26 that will be done. Um, what do you want the podcast to look like at that time? Um, I want to at some point be able to make these episodes more frequent. Um, I want to be able to bring in more authors. Um, I love books. I've been obsessed with books since I was a kid. And that's why Abigail Bergstrom was actually my first ever episode. That's why I interviewed Ebony Gilbert, the sort of debut poet, um, just because I love books. I spend so much time reading and I always have done. And I remember when I got given War Horse as a kid and it was just my favorite book and I read it about seven times. Um, so I would just love to speak to more authors, to find more authors, to find more authors that have not even released their debut novel yet. That that would be fun. And to yeah. talk to big authors. Like I listen to so many podcasts. There's one called um, Lit, Lit Friction. That's a great podcast for any of you guys that love books. Um it's just, yeah, yeah I think yeah, yeah. more authors, more actors, singers. Um, I'd love to just have, yeah, just more people like that on the, on the podcast by then. Build so these relationships, build up this community. Yeah. And who knows, maybe I'll start a newsletter, um, <laughs> which could be cool with little notes from these people to, yeah. to our little women community that we've got growing. Yeah. Um, so that th- that sounds great. You've got nine guests now, and next year you'll have a wider breadth of guests and maybe go deeper into the author segment. Um, can you talk to us about maybe what you've learned so far, either about your your guests in particular or those in the, the creative field or creativity in general? Uh, I think the most interesting I've, thing I've realized is pretty much every single woman I've spoken to, whatever they're creating, be it uh, a floral display, display, be it a book, be it a poem, um, be it a piece of art, it's normally always addressing something that's happened within their life or addressing the way that they feel about themselves. So Harley and Josie, both Harley and Josie, they both do the most beautiful abstract nudes in such different ways. And they've, and they've both done this out of like from what they said to me anyway on the podcast, you'll be able to listen to them um, if you want to go back. I know that you have to. I know you've listened to both, of course, haven't you? Um, they, oh, yeah. they both said that like drawing these women naked, drawing these women nude, they just saw how beautiful they were and they were able to then recognize that beauty in themselves. And Abigail wrote this most like stunning book, which I'm really excited to read. I haven't read it yet because it's not being released. It's coming out in February. Um, so you should go and find that. It's a really, really cool book. I've had some great things, um, but it's on shame and it's on breakups and it's on re- like finding yourself again. Um, and obviously Abigail went through um, burnout at the beginning of this year, beginning of 2021, really struggled with that. And she had to find herself again. And it's it's really interesting how these women are addressing their insecurities or their life experiences through whatever they create. 
Um, and like Ebony, she did exactly the same thing with her poetry. Um, it really pulled her out um, of some on some dark spaces. So I just, I think it's really beautiful how something dark or sad or uh, or shame, for instance, like even shame can be turned into something beautiful and can address that issue and can let you release those emotions. Yeah, it's, it's, I think one of the themes that I've heard across a lot of the guests that you've had on so far have been that there's been some sort of challenge that these women have come up against and the end of a relationship, maybe it's mental health issue, uh, whatever it may be, they've, they've come across some challenge and they've used that or they've used their creative outlet to help them overcome that particular challenge. And so my question to you is, have you had anything like that that you can share with your community, your community and maybe tell us how that's shaped who you are? Of course. So um, a lot's kind of happened in the last five, six years. Um, so, oh, let's get a little bit dark and deep now, Daniel. You know, I make all my guests get a bit dark and deep on this podcast. So That's let's right. go into you gotta my whole story. Got to open me up. Um, <laughs> sounds so dark. Um, so coming back from my 21st birthday, my mother got in a car accident. Um, this was when I was in my past relationship. Uh, my ex-boyfriend was with me at the time. We'd been together, well, at this point for about two years, maybe just under two years. Um, and sort of that crash was like my mother was in the crash story and my brother um, and my brother's girlfriend. And they're three of the most important people in my life. And they were all fine um, until about a year later when my mother started suffering um, with a few just mental health issues, you know, a bit of trauma um, from the crash. And so that was a really, really tough time. Um, and so I, I ended up leaning very heavily on my, my boyfriend at the time. And I found myself kind of consumed by that person who I wanted to be with that person rather than focusing on who I wanted to be as an individual. And I felt I lost myself quite a lot. And a couple of years ago, we actually ended up breaking up um, because he didn't, he didn't want kids. I did. We broke up as friends. Um, there was no like hard feelings, but I did find that when we separated after being together for at that point, four years, um, I couldn't, I didn't know who I was. Um, yeah. at all and I had to there's this book called The Bloody Chamber and it's talking about like peeling back the layers of an onion I suppose I don't know whether he'd already like I'd already lost all the layers <laughs> or I had to then peel the layers back and find who I was again and I'm I'm, I'm getting there but like it's it's strange how that can happen you just you focus so much on one thing or one person or like some people will focus on their career and they just they just lose all the little parts in themselves that are the best bits. Um, but obviously, then I met you, Daniel, and you pushed me to do things like have a podcast. <laughs> and now I've got all these like random bits coming at me, and I've got to stick to them all because you're so good at motivating me to stick to them all. You're like, go away, give me a break, please. Go home, Zoe. Stay away from me. I need some space. <laughs> um, so I've I've definitely built back up from that a lot. And I think during that breakup period, I wrote a lot of poetry. Um, that really, really helped uh, process my emotions. And now I'm just having to that, that point where I'm all happy and I'm all in love. And I've got to try and utilize that emotion now to write more poetry. Um, and I'd, I'd managed to do it some days, but I do struggle writing from happiness 
rather than from sadness. And I think that's why a lot of music and a lot of poetry and a lot of books, they draw on that sadness element rather than happiness. That's a lot of information. No, it was good. I appreciate how open you've been. Um, I want to, I want to ask you, you mentioned a few things, uh, photography, maybe, uh, poetry, this podcast, all those outlets for creativity. Are there other areas that you're interested in or where you feel you can express your creativity? Um, well, just last week, actually, Daniel, I think I made some really, really nice sculptures. Why don't you tell everyone about them? Oh, the, um, the don't be offensive top half <laughs> no what the top half of uh, female figures nude sculptures that you've done and then painted black um, and insisted that they end up on the on the mantelpiece is that what yeah, you're referring of, to yeah that is yeah a lot of nice beautiful nude sculptures all different um feminine physiques and i just love them uh, i think they're really really cool yeah. and really fun um, Daniel doesn't, yeah. I've got a, I've also got a butt vase. It's like a bit of a fake, sorry guys, but a fake of Anissa Kamichi. And Daniel doesn't appreciate the booby sculptures and booby vases and butt vases around. No, the it's just the ones that um, you've done look like they've been done by a six year old. So we're not going to put them <laughs> on our mantle. Hey, some people pay for that stuff, eh? It's all right. They're not on the mantelpiece. They're actually on the shelf, Daniel. You haven't noticed yet, but you know, hey, ho. don't know why I told you because now you're going to take them off as soon as we get home. <laughs> Um, but yeah, go on then. Next question. I'm enjoying this. This is funny. Okay. Um, I think I'm running out of some of these questions here. So you can make some up, Daniel. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can make some up. Yeah. It's easier than it sounds, isn't it? Um, why only women on the podcast? Uh, I, okay, this is going to come across quite bad probably, but I think a lot of men... That's what we're looking for here. Either insightful or provocative. Let's go down the second road. (laughs) Um, I think for a long time, men have been given the space that they need. Not all men, um, but men have been historically given more space to talk about their lives and who they are and how they found themselves and how they and who they've become and whatever um for a very long time and I think I personally as a woman I resonate with other women and I wanted to provide space a safe space where women can talk about their lives and their history and how they found themselves and why they write what they do and like why they're writing a novel or why they're writing a song or these these beautiful pieces that they've created, pieces of artwork they've created that are hanging on people's walls. Um, I just, I love women. I, I, I love their stories. I love how open and vulnerable they can be. That, that's a great answer. I love that. Very good. Um, <laughs> I think, Zoe, that is probably all that I have for you today. I think maybe that's all that your community and your listeners would want to hear of your yeah, rambling. So they don't, they don't want to hear the story about how we met Daniel. They've had none of, they've oh. had nothing about you. So Daniel, oh, can you please God. tell them the that's story right. of how we the, met? Well, why don't you tell them? You are the, why don't I ask you? I'm the, I'm the interviewer. You are the interviewee. I am the host. You are the guest. So Zoe, 
because it sounds like this is something you want to get out into the community ether. and into the ether. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, why don't you tell everyone about how you met your uh, your podcast host? boyfriend uh so the podcast host boyfriend who some of my guests may know as zoe's pa um aka the best boyfriend in the world is how he currently signs the emails um Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so dan and i met um during a lot well not during lockdown but during pandemic vibes during coronavirus um where they actually put us on the same table Daniel, okay, every single word that? you say is recording. You're going to let me say the story. Stop it. Stop it. Um, so we met during the pandemic. Uh, this was when we were allowed back on to our tables to have a little drink, but it was six people from the same household at a time. My sister came down from Manchester to come and see me. Uh, Daniel was showing his friend around town. Um, and basically we went for, a, my sister and I went for a drink. It was 26 degrees. It was hot. It was amazing. But they put us inside, even though we'd booked. Whereas Daniel, little old Daniel here, little lucky man, Daniel, rocks up to this place, no booking or anything, and gets put on a really nice table outside um, at exactly that the same time that we me. turned up. Somehow I always manage to, to get a table when it's full. It's literally the only reason why I'm dating him. Um, <laughs> um, and so basically, um, we're like to the bouncer, well, guys, can you move us outside? It's like a really nice day. I'm trying to show my sister around town. Um, we booked a table and you've put us inside. I said it all in a really nice way because I'm a nice person. Um, and they go outside, like every single table's full. It's really frustrating. But then they see there's two people on one table and this table is like for six people. So they go over and ask them like, hey, there's the people, can they join your table? They say, yes, what great people, right? What lovely people during the pandemic when you can't legally sit on the same table. But oh, what great people. They're so sweet. And me and Natasha, Yeah, well, I was single sister, at the time and I saw, I, saw, I saw you and I thought, yeah, I'll definitely have her come sit at our table. Um, well, no, he saw two of beautiful sisters. You're ruining my story. Saw two beautiful <laughs> sisters, as he puts it, walking out with two pizzas in hand. And we walk up to the table and he says, oh, I'll definitely have one of those. And he reaches forward and he grabs the slice of margarita. That's the ending. That's the punchline. Don't know whether it's actually that funny, but we find it hilarious because in reality, what he means is one of the slices of pizza. But it's fine. We ended up dating. We actually kissed that evening, like naughty people. Then you texted me the next day and we hung out like seven times in two weeks. And then I moved in and you couldn't get me out. That about sums it up. <laughs> that is how we met everyone um and yeah that's that's us basically as i just would like to have a moment to applaud daniel for his brilliant interviewing skills because you know he always provides me feedback on mine so please if you enjoyed the interview today please do leave him a review in my dms um uh if you didn't enjoy it again please please definitely send me a message (laughs) i'd love to hear your feedback um he's nodding his head he hates me Um, (laughs) i'm I'm nodding my head because the the comments are going to be don't speak over your girlfriend while she's trying to talk probably daniel probably um but guys honestly like a merry christmas from the both of us we're not going to be together on christmas day we're together christmas well we're together today the 23rd of december i'm heading off in the morning to go see all my family for two days and daniel will be joining me on boxing day um go and have the best time 
uh, be with your family or without your family, depending on the situation. If you're locked down with coronavirus, just order the best food in, watch the best slash worst Christmas movies you could possibly find on Netflix. And honestly, thank you so much for coming along on this journey with us and being part of this community because it's so important and special for us women to stick together. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye. Do hit subscribe and also please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. See you next month.